Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Oh, people at home! What's up with that? You DWI podcast. My name is PC Tony, and I am the artist formerly known as Pizza Funny. I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team of never. It's him. It is him. A man who is an inebriator in an era in which it is great to be awesome. It's DPP. Had to dig my ass out of 10 inches of snow to get out the door this morning. You You got a snowblower. I shoveled you, fucking cocksucker, and you were off today, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All driveways downhill. You just fucking. I would get up. You. I should put. I should have when I had the when I had the driveway redone. I should have put a heated thing. Let unreal the garden holes thing that right and let it go back down. Reel it back up. Slide over. That'd be perfect, man. That'd be perfect. All right, we got uh, our favorite guest. He's he's like basically part of the show. He's not really even a guest anymore. he, he is the beautifully bearded, wonderfully whiskered, chinny-chin champion of all time. He is DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Gentlemen, how's it going tonight? Rare form, my friend. I'm on about three and a half hours of sleep. That sounds like my life. <laughs> oh, I can do six or seven, but three and a half is tough. <clears throat> but we're here. We carry on. And after this, I'll probably watch SmackDown. So you know what? No big deal. Got to wait till 3 o'clock. Going to see Ant-Man tomorrow, DJ. Oh, there you go. We may try and we may try and spit that in this weekend. It's, I'm kid-free. Uh, my daughter is with her mom this weekend, so it's just me and the girlfriend. We're going to go out and do a Valentine's Day dinner or lunch tomorrow because we, you know, Valentine's Day fell in the middle of a shitty week. What kind of place are you going to? Uh, uh, hibachi uh, Japanese. Ah, Saki. Like that. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, DP, myself, and a few other, the Dillonator, um, uh, brother, brother Joe, and uh, Aesop. Aesop and his daughter are coming with us too. The six of us going cool. to see it. In, going to see it in 3D. 
Uh, we got back as middle as I could get. So it'll be a good time. Can't wait. Uh, it's only two hours and five minutes is what most excites me yeah. about this story that's hopefully going to carry us, like Dan says, into the next phase of Marvel. Because Dan's not convinced that they've started it yet. They haven't started it yet. It's that's uh, I, I'm kind of siding with Dan here a little bit. It's uh, the last few Marvel things have been a little hit or miss for me. So Dan, DJ, just so you're aware, Dan is some would say smarter, some would say as smart as Patrick and Dave on on Bandwagon Nerds. So no, you don't think so? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm smarter for sure. That's for sure. They know their shit. All right, but you're he's up there. He's up, up there. there. So I'm up there. I've, I've read a few yeah. comics here and there, watched a few movies. So, so sometimes I look good because I ask Dan about things before I go on bandwagon nerds <laughs> and no one's, oh, fuck. Now they know. Well, that's all right. No big deal. It's okay. I'm Nobody's sure they figured it out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we've blabbered long enough. Um, I, I know that we're all happy to be here on the weekend, so we hope you're enjoying your weekend and why don't you head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt. While you're doing that, you can be listening to a chair shot radio uh, network podcast on all your favorite streaming platforms. In addition, always use your head by visiting thechairshot.com. DP, take us to a break. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. We're not playing that commercial on this show anymore. I'll do a live Angry Lemonade thing. I am so fucking sick and tired of listening to that damn fucking <laughs> It's on every fucking show I'm on. It's on every fucking show in this goddamn network. And great. Go to Angry Lemonade. They're fucking awesome. And I will do that live from now on, Dan. Yes, please and thank you. Thank you and please. Dan's like, I don't really give a shit. Shut the fuck up. Let's get on with the show. One more button I don't have to press. I'm down. There we go. <laughs> Let's tell everybody what we're going to do this week on the 364th edition of the podcast known as DWI. Well, well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. Chambered sheet? I don't know. Uh, Whatever. It's locked up? Locked up until the That's time your, runs out? This is, your, this is your gimmick and your boy AJ who couldn't get his ass out of bed last week. <laughs> Hell, you know. Yeah, I'll bury that son of a bitch. Could have stayed up the whole night. Fucking done it. I was at, I was up at five thirty. You got home at two. No. Anyway, that's because you guess. always wake up uh, at five o'clock, no matter what. Yeah, that's me on the weekends, man. I can't sleep in. It pisses me off. We could go to bed at ten. <laughs> we could go to bed at one in the morning. At six a.m., I'm like, point. Wait, wait. Ugh. I didn't drink that much at the Super Bowl though this year. I. uh I didn't want to be like death the next day, which the last few has been. So I don't even know if I had 10 beers. Uh, boy, I didn't count. So I don't know. I just took the whole, I, think... I had a, and I had a box full of, of empty cans of everything. So I just took upstairs and crushed them the next day. So I don't, I don't think so. 
because Scott had some too, and then I think there was some so a lot of sodas. But I mean, and that's drinking for eight hours, so that's you know barely one and a quarter an hour. That's nothing. Oh, oh yeah, that's oh DJ. We had fajitas. We uh-huh. had buffalo chicken dip. We had two different sausage plates. One was just your was your uh, yeah. One was venison, and then one was you know your regular excellent sausage platter. They're both fucking almost gone. I think they were gone. Uh, what else was there? Taco dip. Uh, there was uh, there was taco dip. There was uh, the... what was what was that green thing stuff Suzanne sent with Nate? I don't know. Some kind of guacamole. Something I don't know. That was avocado dip. Had a bunch of that. Was too. it avocado dip? Bread. Yeah. Hey, guacamole, man. I'm in. I mean, Satchel McClippin. Sorry about that. But what did what did you do for the Super Bowl, DJ? What did you wing it up? Pizza? Were you? Uh, I actually did. You know what? This is what I'm going to tell on myself. We didn't watch the Super Bowl. I don't have regular TV. I don't have regular cable or anything. So I completely missed the Super Bowl. I don't even. I think I may have played WWE 2K22 all day last Sunday. Bro, you got to get yourself a. Bat, bat wing antenna. I got to do something. And I don't know that. It, I know sometimes the Peacock will have football games, but I don't think this one was on the Peacock. So yeah, I didn't even think about it. Fox? It yeah, Fox, we were complaining yeah. about it. It was a good game, but I mean, shit, for the party that was at DP's, we really didn't pay attention to it. Everybody was running around. <laughs> shit, there's so much fun to, stuff to do down there. We were playing cards. We had halftime Jeopardy, so it was a good time. Yeah, cool, cool. No, we didn't do much. Tina's not a big football fan anyway, and me, I was just like, it's what it's Sunday to me, man. You're brushing your beard, don't why? I I was, I was, I was grooming. (laughs) This week on EWI, we're going to check some of the headlines from the filthiest of the dirtiest sheets. We will have trivia. I have Elimination Chamber trivia for the gents, and the meat and potatoes we will preview Elimination Chamber right here, right now. DPP, ring the bell. Okay, let's start with Jay White. Uh, I thought it was really funny what Greg put in the, the DM. Uh, like one person, it was like a snippet of like a back and forth between a couple people. It, let's just say it was a text message. It was like a more a social media interaction. And the one guy's like, I always get... Jay White and Jay Lethal mixed up. And the response is, well, Jay White is white and Jay Lethal is lethal. LOL. <laughs> I believe that's accurate. That was, that was worth repeating. Okay? It's, it's not wrong. <laughs> Jay White, guys, where's, I mean, AEW, he's doing this shit with fucking, um, you know, fat boy that doesn't look like a wrestler. I don't, I don't care what he says. I'll, I'll fight him. Um, Talking about Tyrus? No, Eddie Kingston. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> I thought you meant the the current NWA World Heavyweight <laughs> Champion Tyrus. Oh yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Somebody call my if, mama. If, I mean, if, if Andrew, if if they, if somebody wants to cover, if Andrew Blaz wants to cover NWA on a podcast, that then he could show up for Potter's War. So I'm throwing down on everybody's motherfucking ass this week. I mean, shit. Put out an APB. Where y'all fucking been? Chris Platt, you're the top of my fucking list, too, motherfucker. All these fucking excuses. I'm going to fucking set a date for, like, six months from now, and that asshole's going to have to show up. All right. I digress. <laughs> Losing my mind. I told you three and a half hours of sleep. Jay White. Somebody else talk here. What do you think? Jay White. Uh, this is going to be interesting to see. I uh, He's not that old, right? 
Like, I don't, I don't think he's 30. Early 30s at the latest. Early 30s at the latest. I think um, this could go either way. I think if he makes the decision to go to AEW, not not bad, because even if he went to, let's even say, four years, Jay White would still be young enough when he leaves AEW to come to WWE and still have a respectable career there. I mean, hell, they took AJ Styles at 38 years old, and AJ Styles has had a hell of a career in WWE. So if Jay White wants to play the field for a couple more years, perfectly acceptable. Right now, the uh, <clears throat> the mid to the top of the card, which is where you would expect him to be, is so stacked and so bloated in WWE right now. Um, where does he fit in, I guess, would be the question. I mean, you could slot him in, you know, to like AJ Styles role, since AJ's kind of got the, the broken ankle and he's still recovering from that. You could slot him in with uh, Gallows and Anderson and He'd probably rock along right fine, but other than that, where do you see him, I guess, is the question in WWE. I I think of it this way, though. Like, he could not go to WWE and hurt his value. Like Like Kenny Omega. I've said that about Kenny Omega. I think the biggest mistake Kenny Omega ever made was going to AEW. Like, I think the most money he can make in WWE is right now. Okay. Okay, yeah. He can always go to AEW. (laughs) They suck. They do. I don't discourage anybody from going to AEW if WWE is not interested or if you're not interested in them. You know, at that point, go to AEW and collect a check. If Tony's going to pay you, go collect it. I mean, there's some good stuff happening there, but at the same time, collectively as a company, it's just not. What? There's no there's no story. And they're training their fans to move on too fast from things. And they're training them to just watch for the next spot, you know, and watch for the next Young Bucks shoe. And, you know, good for them on their gimmick. But I'm just saying, you're not doing the, you're not doing your fans justice by running your company the way you are. I guess what it'll come down to, because it seems like a lot of workers in AEW have carte blanche to do whatever they want. And if that's important to you, then you may choose going. Because WWE, let's face it, we love, I love them. I, I think I speak for a lot of people you know, on the chairshot.com, but um, they do have a, a way of doing things. And, you know, if you don't adapt to that way, you're not going to enjoy your stay there. So I guess that's going to be, I think that's going to be one of the biggest deciding factors for him. As someone that doesn't watch New Japan, doesn't give two fine fucks about it, DP, and most of the other things that are happening in the wrestling world that aren't WWE, NXT, and WWE adjacent. Could you care less if Jay White comes to WWE, or or is it on your radar? I was gonna ask one question, and <clears throat> what's who who, who? What's, what's, what's a Jay White? What's the okay, difference between yeah. Jay Wright? White? Exactly. Do I Jay call White? that ask the right question or not, DJ? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I don't watch New Japan, so I really have very little of an opinion on Jay White. I know he's a hot name. I know he's a hot free agent. That's about all I know about it. I'd be interested in seeing what the guy brings to the table just because I don't venture very far out of the WWE bubble, mainly because I just don't have time, you know? Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, like, yeah, I, I, for anything has just been what I've heard about him, you know, which, unfortunately, just I haven't been able to watch him, but, like, do you, th- like, obviously I would want the best guys to come to WWE, and he is, obviously sounds like he's one of the better, you know, wrestlers that are out there that are available, so I would love to see him in WWE and see what he can do and check out his talents. Um, cause I don't really watch anything else. Just the same reason, you know, I don't have time. Um, do you think he would, 
you think he'd go right to the main roster? I feel like they put him in, in NXT and give him that title, give him a title run for a while. Do you think he comes in and takes down Braun Breaker? And, and, you know, like something like that. I don't know how quick he's coming. He's moving along to somewhere, but. I mean, if you really want to shock the system, and no pun intended there, honestly, it's just really what I wanted to say. Is, you know, you bring him in to beat whoever beats Roman Reigns. That's a huge rub. Now he's a guy. He can lose it three months later to another guy who can lose it back to the guy who beat Reigns if you want to do it that way so Reigns can beat that guy next Mania or whatever you want to do. But you can involve that guy. I mean, like, this is what I'm saying about not only you're worth that much right now. Use him right now. He's hot right now. Right, right now is the time. Like, this may ne- he may never be this hot ever fucking again. Like, AEW can do that to you. AEW could cool him right off. I think he could, if you bring him in, you bring him right up to the main roster. You don't waste any time in NXT. He's got history with, you know. I mean, um, I'd, love, I'd love to see it. It's a great thing for Breaker, like DP said. It is. It is. But at the same time, he's got been. And right now, Triple H, if you watch the way he books, he caters to that online crowd, sometimes to a fault. And that online crowd loves itself some Bullet Club. So, you know, he's got ties right to the OC. He's got ties to Finn Balor. He's got ties to these guys that you can walk right in the door and weave that right into what's going on with them. I can't wait till one day we find out that, like, Kim and Vince collaborated the whole time and nothing's fucking changed. And everybody's going to fucking feel like a dipshit. And I'm going to be like, oh, just listen to every DWI podcast ever. That is probably wrestling's best kept secret right now is that Vince is still if not in charge of creative, at least heavily influencing creative. Still got the left ear, I'm sure. <laughs> the $9 billion man, that's what he's looking for right now. Nine Bs. Nine Bs. Well, let's just win every Powerball at Mega Millions for the next three years, and we can buy WWE, guys. Sweet. I'm there. I think if we got all enough right. uh, collateral and uh, you know down payment, we don't have to win them all. We can just have like half the money. <laughs> I just want controlling share. I don't even want like the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, Dan, if you're going to have a pipe dream, why not just fucking get it all over with? <laughs> well, if they already listen to the show yes, and take our ideas. I mean, they might as well pay I, us for I'd it. I'd love to win was... half the amount of gigantic money I, I, I would need to buy this so I can have payments and stress the rest of my life. Woohoo! Come on, guy. Dream a dream, okay? <laughs> That and Dan and I just pissed all over the dream is what happened here. <laughs> Kota Ibushi. I thought I heard somewhere, I read somewhere that like he's highly interested if he can come in and whether or not it's right away, whatever kind of run he's on, but he would like to be there and help train in NXT. Like that's, I would be like, holy cow, let's fucking get this guy in here right now. Like he comes in to work under Michaels and, you know, give some, some main roster stuff or NXT stuff. But like, that'd be gigantic. I don't know how they would pass it. Something like that. If that's what he's looking for. And if, uh, you know, if he wants to do that, that'd be badass. I mean, I, again, I don't know a ton about him, but you know, watching him when, what was that? She's six. I think he was in the cruiserweight. How many years ago? Yeah, I don't remember how many years ago that was, like five or six, seven years ago. But, yeah, he's a fantastic, fantastic wrestler and could be, I mean, 
And if he wants to do that too, I mean, that's just, you know, he could have a great, they could put, bring him in, have an awesome run. If he's, I don't know if he's ready to retire or just wants to do both, but you know, have a great run, you know, and do it now. Give him, give him his chance, give him his opportunity to do it on the big stage. And I guess the WWE big stage, New Japan's pretty big over in Japan, I hear. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the number one promotion in Japan, sir. He's on hold. He's fairly young, so retirement would be there unless it was due to injury or anything. But I think he's just really invested in, you know, passing along what he's learned. God, can you imagine? I that? think he's had some injuries though recently, though, hasn't he? Like some he serious, like some like some serious stuff. Yeah, he's had a neck. Yeah, that's why I thought he had some neck issues. I, yeah, he's his his match with Cedric Alexander in the Cruiserweight Classic, except with the exception of Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Johnny Gargano, is probably my favorite match from that entire tournament. So I was really turned on to him, and I was disappointed when he didn't sign. I understand every reason why he wouldn't at the time. Sure. But, you know, looking, you know, fast-forwarding, what, six years now? You know, we're talking about an older guy, more mature. He's got the he's got the itch scratched, the stuff that he wanted to do when he was younger. And I think if you want to come to WWE, collect a decent paycheck. And, and I'm still of the impression that WWE is somehow or another trying to find a way into that Japanese audience and you know they've got shinsuke and you know shinsuke is obviously very happy in wwe to the point where he signed another deal a couple years ago to the point where he doesn't mind not being a part of anything significant at all right he's okay just you know coming out like i said they break the glass once every couple of months on Fuck shinsuke me. nakamura boogs is getting more time <laughs> Boogs, Boogs who spent scary. nine months injured is getting more TV time. Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> I like Boogs, man. Boogs, Boogs pops me for whatever reason. But yeah, it's, I still think WWE at some point is planning some type of Japanese expansion. And I, I think Kodai Bushi would be a good guy to have on board if you're planning on trying to tap into that market. And especially if you want to, because the Japanese style of wrestling is definitely different than the American style. And if you want some of your younger, more up-and-coming talent that you're trying to develop right now to learn that Japanese style, you need to get somebody in there that can train them to do that. If you want to go over there and showcase something that that crowd is going to enjoy, I, I think he's the guy. I'd love to see it. And that may be a good, maybe another reason why you know they have him in there as a trainer. You know, you you see, yeah, I, I can be trained by Kota Ibushi. You might get some of that other talent that maybe normally won't come to WWE because of that. And go, hey, I can train under this guy. I can, you know, I can learn all those different styles right there. That's a huge, that's a huge get. Yeah. I think Kota Ibushi could be the guy that they thought Kenta was going to be. That's possible. Yeah. That's possible. You, you, Yeah. Very good point. Uh, let's stay along these lines, though. Um, Tamatanga trying to speak something to, into existence yes no how do, how do you guys feel i mean never gonna be obviously in addition to the bloodline storyline um or anything else there's there's obviously other samoan talent and related talent out in the in the hemisphere uh what are you guys thoughts on on tamatanga and the rest of anything connected to the bloodline um tamatanga i i know next to nothing about beyond his name um, I don't know whose kid he is. I don't know, you know, how he connects to the bloodline or anything like that. Um, I've seen just snippets of his work. I think he's, you know, good enough in the ring. And I'm of the impression that I'll welcome and just about anybody 
to the WWE if I think they have something to offer. Um, but I, we, I don't want to do this thing that the internet wrestling community does where they take this person who has built this online cachet and, you know, the IWC thinks that they should be the next, you know, universal heavyweight champion. And if they are anything less than that, then it was a failure. And you know, that's what I worry about with these people coming in, because not everybody coming in is going to be that next big thing and they don't have to be. And as long as their expectations are tempered and they get what they want out of the career, I'm I welcome just about anybody into WWE. Yeah, that's pretty true. Like you can't just because they're the they're the hot ticket item or whatever or something like that doesn't mean like you're gonna get vaulted to the main spot or anything like that. It's kind of why I thought of Jay White, uh, you know, going to NXT for a while too, just because it's like okay, you're not gonna necessarily be there. Uh, I'm in the same boat there. I don't know much about uh, Tamatanga. Um, looks like he's a, a nephew of Haku. Um, so I don't know if he's okay. specifically related. So that's not related to the NOI. Yeah. Um, no, the, the Tongans are different, but the Tongans right. are a whole different now, now they are a, a wrestling royalty. Let's, let's be fair there. The Tongans are, mm-hmm. but you know, not related to the NOI family, at least not in a way that would connect them to the bloodline like that. Yeah. But he is. I think you have Jacob Fatu that is. That's over who's in what MLW. Yeah, like him. Yes, that would be great. Uh, Roman is Sika's son, and Rosie was Roman's brother. I don't know if you know that. I knew that. Um. Well, Yoke is also. You know, he was a uh, cousin. We got the Rock's daughter out there right now. She's in NXT right now. Who else? I think that's there was one other one. That's about it. Thought the rest. I thought the rest are there now. Now that they brought up Solo. Yeah, I think they've got just about all of them. Uh, One one guy I'm interested in right now. He's locked down with MLW, and he's not Tongan. He's not NYA, but uh, Hammerstone. I've been kind of keeping an eye on Hammerstone for a little while, and I know he's locked down under contract, but he's a guy who. I follow him on, on, on Instagram and he's got a really good perspective and outlook on the wrestling industry. And he, he, he's a guy I wouldn't mind seeing get a shot. And Tony's like tapping out on me here. Oh, I'm not, I'm not. Dan, what's the question I wanted AJ to ask Alex Hammerstone? Something about laying the Hammerstone. It was called, it was laying down the Hammerstone. Uh, when you're in, bed with your wife or something i don't know what it was <laughs> i don't have it written down so i don't know or was it oh just... when you're laying down the hammerstone have you ever went around and checked the oil oh yeah aj <laughs> 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 wouldn't do it i told, uh... him, I told him i gave him 100 bucks <laughs> anyway well, that was a smooth right. transition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. what about, uh, so, hey, Big Show, still under contract to AEW, right? What a dumbass move that was. No, no, he no. Left WWE. no uh, he left WWE because he felt like he had more to give. He goes to AEW. What the fuck has he done since he went to AEW? There you go. That was it. That, that brief pause. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Jericho files for the trademark Jericho. What if they're going to put them in a tag team? That would bolster their tag team division, I think. 
give them a long heel run or start it as a start his faces run and into heels and put someone over. Yeah, that that young team of uh, of Jericho has has a hell of a future there, buddy. I'm you saying know, all, all the young talent they've got there. Let's put the two oldest guys on your roster <laughs> over and put the tag team championship. That's how you build a division, buddy. Listen, man, this is booking by Tony, okay? We need to get these big old guys out there, make some money, give some young kids the rub at the end. Is Big Show a draw right now? Like, I feel like he was, I just feel like Big Show was bigger Jer- money in WWE. Jericho a draw? Is he in 2023? I... Like, that's a legitimate question. I, has Jer- I think Jericho's hurt his own stock. I think he's getting closer and closer to his last match in WWE. Yeah, he needs to come back home and take the victory lap. That's ha- I mean that you do DJ that's happening, right? Yes, no? Yes. DP. 100%. <clears throat> Got to happen. Thoughts on Jericho, Jericho? Uh I'd I'd prefer Shojo, but D- DJ thinks my idea fucking blows by the way. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. Uh, I don't want to see it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and we just pissed on another idea. Right. PC Tony. Jeez. That's okay. I got more. I'm used to it. <laughs> unscathed. Shooter's going to shoot. Shooter's going to shoot. <laughs> oh. I got, that's all I got. Those are the four things I wanted to ask you guys. Okay. Also, anything else in your radar? You guys want to see people chess pieces move here? Um... I, I don't know. It's like I said, it, we were talking about this on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast a couple weeks ago. That roster is so st- stacked. Where do you move people? Like, we were talking about people potentially moving up from NXT to to the main roster. Where? Like, yeah. where right now? They've got, you know, the five hours between Raw and SmackDown are stuffed with shit. And there, there's just, there's no room for anybody right now. And that's, that's my worry with picking up all these free agents. You get Kota Ibushi, Tamatanga. Um, Jay White, I'm like, where? Where do you put him? Well, I can see Roman going away for a little while once he loses this. So that's a big hole to fill, and you're going to need multiple pieces for that, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, they take up, what, 40 minutes to an hour of TV time every every week at least. So, you know, when he finally steps away and, you know, does whatever he's going to do for a few months, you do have, you know, you, again, there's going to be a void, but – I there's some people that don't think this is going away anytime soon. Every time they prop him up somewhere, they prop they make it a point to feature both championship belts with him. And he's in the big spots. He's in the big areas. And there, there's some people in my circle that don't think this, this uh, double title reign is going away anytime soon. But I mean, to your point though, like you said, there's a lot of talent on this roster. There's a ton of, fantastic wrestlers and people that are more than I'd be more than happy to see get an opportunity. Um, you know, I would certainly love to see some of these guys come in and, and see what they can do, but, uh, you know, there is a lot of talent that's there already that could give it, you give them an opportunity, you know, some of those it's all about getting that opportunity and, and give them a shot, you know, especially in the summertime when it's, yeah, if, if let's say Reigns does disappear, you know, if, if Rhodes takes the titles and Reigns disappears for the summer, you know, you could bring up a few different guys, you know, and have them come up and, and give them an opportunity. You know, let's see what see if some of those people are ready for that big, 
opportunity, you know, and 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 a bigger, higher spot in in the card, and give them a shot, and, and see what happens. And if if they don't can't make it, then okay, there you go. But at let least me, they got an opportunity. Let's stay, let's stay on that for a minute, Dan, because I want to ask you guys a question. We'll go around the room here. Do you think WWE has positioned itself in in a way that over this? Because usually after WrestleMania, we get the WrestleMania doldrums. If Reigns goes away, if the big players step away, do you think WWE's got enough cachet that they can bring up some of this undercard talent and let maybe the, the B and C listers play at the top of the card without losing too much goodwill with the fans? Like, do you think that's possible? You've got, I mean, there's plenty of people. I mean, you still have, you can still have Naomi and Sasha come back. Um, you still have AJ come back at some point. You have these free agents was kind of what I alluded to earlier. Mm-hmm. In addition, like, like it's okay to be kind of, I mean, Seth Rollins too. Don't forget. I mean, he right. carried Char- Charlotte's back. I mean, well, there's a lot of things they could do. Uh, I don't think Ronda's going anywhere, to be honest with you. Um, so we'll see. I, I mean, I fucking can't wait for that tag team. DP, go ahead. What do you What do you think? I think there's plenty of guys there um, that can take on Cody Rhodes if he's if he's going to be the champ, or you know, if Roman Reigns hangs hangs around and, and continues to hold the title. I mean, Lashley and Lesnar are still there. You know, Lesnar's probably going to go away, but Lashley will be there. He's a good opportunity. Finn Balor. If AJ Styles gets healthy, I'm not sure how long he's going to be out. But Randy Orton, I'm sure, is coming back very soon. Um, yeah, Seth Rollins is always a guy you could throw in there, man. They still haven't done Rollins and Reigns for the title either, and that's been the big one. Like, because Rollins has been his uh, has been the guy that's beaten Reigns all the time, so that's a story you're missing out on. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else that I could think of. You know what? Man. That's a face. That's a that's a. That's down the road. That's a face Reigns getting the title back from a heel Rollins at like what are we on thirty nine? So I'm thinking that's like forty one or forty two. Yeah, yeah. You could. Speaking of which, are you guys going to? Are you guys looking to go to Philly for forty? No, no. I think we're going to go. Tina and I talked about it about a month ago, and I think we're going to look at money here in the next couple of months, and we may actually try to make that one happen. I go to WrestleMania when it's in Milwaukee. Yeah. I, she's like, doesn't it ever Chicago. come to Orlando? I'm like, WrestleMania might come to Miami. It might come to Tampa. It ain't coming to Orlando. It ain't. It ain't really ever going to come close to where we are, just because yeah. there's not a big enough stadium would, for it. The, they wouldn't. I mean, they could do it in Chicago, but where? I mean, yeah. Well, that's like the closest to me is the Amway Center, and it. I think it's max capacity twenty thousand people. You're not doing a WrestleMania at the Amway Center. It's not happening in twenty twenty four. And honestly, Indianapolis is the most realistic place for DP and I to go to WrestleMania. Okay. It's like four hours from us. They have the hotels. Like, I don't know if I'm <clears> to <throat> Detroit. Um, I don't see them doing Minneapolis and fucking, you know, beginning of April. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do it but, at the sta- in their new stadium or something with the, it's the dome, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying you want as many people visiting that as possible, and if you throw in some cold weather, there's a lot of people going to balk at that, so you're making less money. But that's why you see it where you see it, you know, Florida's, the Texas's, the California's, the Arizona's. Yeah. That's why Royal Rumble's been at San Antonio five times. Well, (laughs) San Antonio's the seventh largest city in the country, and it's also warm around fucking year down there. So anyway, let's take a break. I got this one, DP. Thank God I'm not going to fucking play my own commercial. Go get out of fucking. You got to get a fucking beer. We're doing trivia, bro. 
Oh. Uh, DWI 364 with DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, DPP and PC Tunny, Chairshot Radio Network, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. We shall return. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I gotta find my own music because this is not my music. But we're gonna use it this week, I guess. <laughs> well, I can go full out. Oh yeah, I got my own beer crack here. Padal. I thought you were I'm in play control now. Bit... What? I figured you'd play something different. Do you want to play something different for, the, for trivia for your I, own trivia? I can. I'm bad. <laughs> and I'm. Your opinion don't matter. This maniac is gonna step on whomever. You want answers? Answer my question. You want answers? A question, jerk. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Welcome. The PC Tunny is trivia. Yeah, like I didn't have something else to fucking play. Give me a fucking break, bro. I didn't actually. I just pulled those two, but it made sense. I didn't but have to fucking those. throw you myself under the bus. But clearly, yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was good. The people liked it. Stop! 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 All right, yourself. We got bro. trivia elimination. <laughs> I could just fucking do whatever I want. <laughs> I might even boo myself by the end. That's, that's ridiculous. Elimination Chamber Trivia, gentlemen. There are a lot of points to be had here. All right, well, let me see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 possible points and three questions. But the first question, it's only worth one point. <laughs> what pay-per-view did Elimination Chamber replace as the February pay-per-view in 2010 was the first elimination chamber. What pay-per-view did it replace that was normally in February before it? say that because he wrote the question and the answer <laughs> I'm gonna roll. yeah no i must be right dumb then because i'm sure i got this one wrong fast lane is wrong unforgiven is wrong kick yourselves in the ass it's no way out ah that was my other guess too. i was close <laughs> you know what half a point to dj cheers <laughs> cheers <laughs> He's That'll up, be the only point I get the whole thing. DJ's up one half to nothing. 
Question two. <laughs> there were six people in the first elimination chamber. Correct. One of them won. No. Give me the six people in the elimination chamber and which one won. I will give you double Jeopardy theme. You have one minute. You cannot write down as many answers as possible. You can only write down six names, and I need to know which one won for that additional point. shit the bet on this one let's see dj you have you got sean michaels as your winner you got triple h you got booker t you got jericho you got big show dp you have jericho you have hbk winning triple h Miz, edge and cena if you have jericho winning give yourself two points son of a bitch if you have him in the chamber give yourself a point if you okay. have Undertaker written down, give yourself a point. Fuck. If you have John Morrison written down, give yourself a point. <laughs> Son of a bitch. If you have Rey Mysterio written down, give yourself a point. If you have CM Punk written down, give yourself a point. And if I'm telling the truth, if you have our truth written down, give yourself a point. You guys fucking suck, man. Ow. Would you each get one? Yeah. I got one point. Yeah. You each got one. HBK wasn't in the fucking match. Well, he won one of the first ones. He won the I, first thought he, I thought he won the inaugural one. Not the first Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Oh, God damn it. Oh, yeah, a little shit. I said this about Elimination Chamber pay-per-view trivia. Ass. Ass. <laughs> this is ass. <laughs> that one might have been my fault. Maybe a little. Should we see? Hold on here. I want to Let's see what see the first elimination the chamber match. Yeah, yeah. Pull up the first elimination chamber match, sir. Yeah, let's find that. Well, you can yell at me more while I look this up. So we got... You guys should have convicted me. You had the chance, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We let Tunny off easy on the on the yeah. trial of PC Tunny a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I should boost them. First, uh, Come on. first you elimination chamber match was that Survivor Series, November seventeenth, where Shawn Michaels defeated Triple H, Jericho, right? Booker T, Kane, and Rob Van Dam for the World Heavyweight Title. Kane and Rob, so I would have had four, five. How many points for Shawn Michaels? No, you get one for the winner, and then an additional point because that person's in there, and then you know if you had him as the winner. 
Okay. <clears throat> Did you? I want to go ahead. Give yourself the appropriate points. So that's what two? One for Sean being in it. One for Sean winning. AJ's yeah. gonna fuck it. AJ's gonna listen to this, and he never listens to his shows. He, he is gonna. His fucking head is gonna explode. Ever? You don't know what you're doing? Ah, whatever. Here we so go. that's one Here, point for Sean being in and one for winning, right? And Tony makes fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, love you, AJ. Yes, we we, yes, he does. Okay, how many points do you each have? DJ, you had a half point from earlier. I had a half point, and if, I, if I'm going by your scoring, I get one for Sean being in it and one for Sean winning, right? Adam winning, yes. Okay, I did. Yeah, Sean, because I originally I thought Triple H, but I mean, no, Sean won that one because I just watched that one about a year ago, and I vaguely re- that that was his last title win. He won the world heavyweight championship. Yeah. Correct. You wore the ugliest brown fucking outfit ever. Trust <laughs> me. <Yeah. I> <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm at two and a half right now. KTP, what are you at? I got four with that because I had HBK winning and I had Jericho and Triple H in there. So make sure you okay. count those two, DJ. Oh wait, do I get points for those two? Because I had point for everyone that Triple right. H and Jericho. Yeah, one for every person you had in it, and then you get two for if you had the winner. Because oh well, then I okay, then I've got I've got five and a half. There you go. Okay, that's better. There we okay. go. Five, three, <clears throat> four. Yeah, he's got four because he picked Sean to win as well. I picked Sean to win. Okay, there you go. All right, and since you're reminding me the score, you get extra quarter point. <laughs> Doesn't mean shit. <laughs> five and a half to four and a quarter, bitch. I'm slowly yeah, catching up. Diming this to death. <laughs> Four and a quarter to the last question. <laughs> All right. Now, this is the first ever women's elimination chamber match, and it was in 2018. Same question as last time. Six women were in it. One of them won. Here we go. We're going to do Eric Bischoff this time instead. I'm That or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder <laughs> That's or uh, <laughs> uh, it's not into the whole gravity <laughs> thing. I have to announce to you <laughs> that I will never retire. Now you know. Knowing is half the battle. Joe. Joe. The judge has laid down the gavel. All right, get your last rights down. You guys good? You got them? You ready? Dan, you're down one and a quarter points. Um, why don't you go first? <laughs> well, my, I went with, oh, I, I'm pretty sure I know who won, and I just went with the four horsewomen because I figured that's the odds are that they were all in it. All right, two points for you. Sasha Banks is correct. Bailey is correct. Nice. That's it. Pretty sure I'm going to shit the bed on this one. So you got four, right? Yeah, you got four, got four. so right okay. currently it's eight and a quarter to five and a half. DJ, you had Shayna winning, Asuka, Liv, Sasha, and Bailey. Give yourself two points. Dan wins Shit. by three quarters of a... <laughs> uh... Wow. What a matchup. It's a bar Good burning. game. Good game, Dan. <laughs> Unbelievable. PC Tunny does it again with some 
excellent trivia, even though he fucked up the first question. Take that. <laughs> Take that. No, we're not playing AJ's shit. AJ's going to need a shower after that one, sir. <laughs> Bathe in it. Bathe in it. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, DWI 364, right here at Chairshot Radio Network on all your favorite streaming platforms. DJ, the beautifully bearded one from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, joins us. DJ, let everybody know where they can find you, and uh, I can just tell them right now they can listen to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast Fridays everywhere. Chairshot. You can find me. I run the the official Mindless Wrestling Podcast Twitter account at the Mindless Pod. You can also find us on YouTube, the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Uh, this week's episode, we did something a little different. This week, we did a little bit of a watch along. We've been talking about it for a little while, and uh, we picked one of the most abysmal pay per views during the most abysmal year of pro wrestling, 1995, the inaugural WCW uncensored pay per view. Uh, we picked the hideous strat match between Hogan and Vader. Uh, we had our, our co-host Jason was on there. He's never seen the match before, and I wanted to get his live um, his live uh, interpretation of this match. I think it came out really well. And then, interestingly enough, there's a match that happened on that pay-per-view that was insignificant at the time, was mostly forgotten at the time, but in hindsight ties directly into most of the mainstream wrestling that we watch today and ties directly into the WrestleMania 39 main event. I break it down and I run down the timeline on that episode. I, I seen the preview, like, like, so let's pull back the curtain here. Like, uh, (laughs) DJ, they record and he sends me the audio and the synopsis and I put it up there so I get to know ahead of time. And I'm like, okay, I, I didn't have time today. I really wanted to listen to it, and I did not. I just had zero time. Uh, but I don't want you to tell me because I want to go listen, and we're not going to tell people on this show because they got to go listen to it. So, right. yeah, I think that's going to be fun. I actually kind of want to take time, too. Did you guys, like, start at a certain – did you guys tell people when the pay-per-view starts and then – We did. They- we time-stamped because um, the, the, the Hogan-Bader – like I said, I didn't want to – it was a two-and-a-half-hour – our pay-per-view i'm like i'm not gonna make you guys sit through a two and a half an hour watch along i picked those two matches the hogan vader match for a particular reason because jason had never seen it and then the other match that i chose i chose for a very particular uh reason only two matches that we did that we did a watch through on oh well then i'm gonna do that tomorrow then uh for you pulled pulled it off the cock yes yeah and we i time stamped both matches I did them out of order. I did the, uh, the the main event match first, and then middle of the show, I did the other match, and there's a reason for that. i got to tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to pop Dan with that one. <laughs> All right. As I'm pulling up this five-match elimination chamber card, I think it is. Yeah. Isn't that the great thing, though? You go from the Rumble to the elimination chamber, and it's these more compact stories kind of like it, not compact stories. Let's put it 
let's put it differently. There's more compact cards with more, you know, exacerbating your most highest storylines, right? Well, there's more meaning to some of these, right? I mean, you, you especially like the women's elimination chamber. It's it's you going through the chamber to try and win it to get an opportunity to win the title at WrestleMania, the you know, main event WrestleMania. So, well, and, and these less matches kind of feeds into that thing that Triple H likes, which are those marathon longer matches. So you'll have less matches per card, but the matches that are there will be longer. Listen, I'm all for. 12 matches at WrestleMania this year, six each night, because I have long been a proponent of not everybody needs to be on these biggest cards. You need to earn it. Otherwise, what's fucking special about it? The special thing is I get to see everybody who fucking earned it. Then I can see everybody at fucking whatever you want to see everybody. That's why you have the Royal Rumble. Right. But I I don't disagree with that sentiment. Special. Yeah, it's um, if we've got if everybody's getting a turn, is it WrestleMania becomes a participation trophy rather than something that you earned over the last 12 months? Andre, the more memorial giant battle rumble. I mean, WrestleMania is turned into a porn star as opposed to your bride on your wedding night. Mm -hmm. That's crass, but it's I mean, but that's true. I got that reference. I just I just got a lot of words of the day I haven't been using for the last eight years. I got to get them all out today. No, I like that one. Okay, really, just doing the show to test the comedy I'm going to be doing shortly. I'll be touring um, the Vatican. It's hard to get laughs there. Yeah, keep an eye out on on social media for those dates. I can't really hit my palms. Let me give you a list of jokes that you cannot tell in the Vatican. <laughs> All of them. What a short list. Let's get to this card. <laughs> Elimination Chamber for the United States Championship, gentlemen. Austin Theory, Seth Freakin' Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. Any chance that Austin Theory doesn't come out of here the champion? No, Austin Theory wins. He he walks out of there still U.S. champ. I, Austin Theory goes into WrestleMania still U.S. champ. I'd have to agree there too. I you know, I, I think maybe there maybe there's a chance, but I think the obvious it seems the story they're telling is is Theory versus John Cena at WrestleMania. Cena's but besides being you know obviously a you know sixteen time champion, you know his run with the U.S. title was you know kind of legendary in a sense you know he did the open challenge thing he did a lot of good stuff with it theory versus cena for the u.s title on the line at at mania seems to be a a great match to have so you guys are agreeing though that that match needs the u.s title i don't think it needs cena that's the thing i don't think it necessarily needs it but i think it enhances it and on Theory's side, because it's the U.S. title, and that was one of John Cena's big things when he did it. When he did that, Theory's been talking about this whole ruthless aggression thing. He's been he's been talking about that. So obviously, that's that's where they're going. And I think, <clears throat> I just think that's that enhances the story. I don't think it needs it, but it, it enhances it. I think it needs it as much as if we ever get Roman Reigns versus The Rock, it needs to be for the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship. 
championship. I again, for all the reasons Dan said, the the work that John Cena did with that U.S. championship several years ago to make it relevant again, that ties into this story, and I think it's absolutely part of the story. I 100% agree with you, DJ, that Roman Reigns versus The Rock needs the world title. I yes. completely disagree with both of you that Cena versus Theory needs the U.S. title. It doesn't really need it whatsoever. Cena's significance, yes, is with the United States title. But more significantly for him is if it's a number one contendership match for the next person in line to go ahead and face that champion. Because that moves Austin Theory forward to have the summer of theory, right? That's huge. In addition, why not give it to Montez Ford? He come out and said, Angelo Dawkins is the first one to get a title shot. Why not have that story for them heading into WrestleMania? Maybe they fight over that U.S. championship. Because I got to tell you, I don't see a spot for the Street Profits anywhere I fucking look. I, the, I, okay, I see. I see what you're going with this, and I, I don't disagree. We, again, we talked about the WrestleMania Summer Doldrums, and, and I don't mean to place Montez Ford or Angela Dawkins or anybody of that caliber in the doldrums type of spot. But if some of your bigger players are going away, and you need some of these talent that you're trying to elevate, you need a spot for them. That that time period between summer or between WrestleMania and SummerSlam may be the spot to elevate them. The one thing that I like about this match is that I'd be okay with any one of these six guys walking out of there with the U.S. championship. Like, there's nobody in that match that I would be upset or angry about if they won. I think it'd be interesting to see Damian Priest win it. You know, it's, it's, you know he's had it before you know, as a baby face. <laughs> that's like the guy, that's like you go to the track and you're like, that horse looks good right there. That storyline looks good right there, considering what's going on with them. I, I, yep. That would be like your dark horse betting. You know, yeah, well, I'm going to take a little odds here. I like that one. <clears throat> yep, I would say so, too. You know, especially if Rhea Ripley's going to walk out of WrestleMania with the women's title as well. You start getting some gold on, you know, the Judgment Day and make them a little more of a solidified group. I, you know, that'd be, I could see that happening. Let's move on. Got to get to everything here. Women's Elimination Chamber. Why not head right into that? All right. Asuka, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and Carmella. Let's start here first and foremost. I just got to say it. She looks fine, but she don't look like Natalia. Well, I mean, what the... Uh, am I? I'm, and I'm not, like, trying to come from a negative place, but, like, I know she... Had, to have the she had huge nasal problems but then like she's got like fucking triple e's and shit you know it just doesn't look good to me you know what i man this is a slippery slope um yeah i much more attractive six or eight years ago i'll leave it there if if it makes her feel more comfortable, then then good for her. I'm just right. telling you how, how I feel about it. I'm not trying to shame anybody or anything like that. I just don't understand. So maybe maybe I'm the asshole. We have already established that. This is 364th fucking episode. DP, you don't if you don't want to touch this one, just don't say anything at all while I continue to talk. If you do, go ahead and jump in. All right, we'll keep moving, I guess. Um, I think you're good. I may want to touch it, yeah. but I you know I'm good. <laughs> I, I can end the show right now. Honest to God. Like, 
I, I could, I mean, you, you, you can, you can end your podcast and you're going to be happy the rest of your life. <laughs> you guys are well, on your own you're <laughs> Dan has checked out for the night. I have not this. been recording this episode, so I think you got to stay. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> back to the women's elimination chamber match. To me, it seems really obvious, doesn't it? Seem that here, I'm going to write, I'm going to write a name down. Here, it's right here. I got a little room up here. Okay, I wrote a name down. You guys want to write a name down? You still got your pen and paper? Uh, yeah, hang on. Mm-hmm. Let me grab. I, where, there's my pen. He's high tech. He's got his tablet that he writes on. Uh, so I should go paper for a little while here, uh, you know? Baseboard for this, DP. Fuck. What's, what do you need? I should grab the Jeopardy boards for yeah. this. Yeah. What the hell? All right, guys. Let's put yeah. our answers up same time who we think is going to win and if we're, we're all correct i'm just going to say the name and we're going to go to the next match all right i, think, gonna, I think it's gonna, i think it, no i think it's going to be i think we're all the same ready one two three yeah oscar 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 am i wrong should we move it along move it along because we just talk about whether it's whether it was a good or okay match next week I think it will be a good match. I look for Liv Morgan to do some type of car crash type thing. Uh, I look for Nikki Cross to show out. I look for Raquel to show her strength. Asuka's winning. Yeah. Nailed it. DJ said, right? Yeah, nailed it. (laughs) That's why, anytime, DJ. Well, he knows that. And I appreciate you guys for that, seriously. We didn't do anything. You invited me, pal. I mean, you keep inviting me, so... Yeah, that's true. I (laughs) sent out the bat signal. That's about it. We get scared when we're alone together, DJ. (laughs) It's true. I hang out in the basement a lot. Bobby! Do you... Do you want... (laughs) And I hang out in the attic. Um, What? It it, it levels out. DJ, do you want to share the fun... um, little non-moving gif meme that i sent you that that was fucking incredible you i just <laughs> i saw it on twitter and i'm like i gotta share this with i guys. posted and I, that in a in a wrestling facebook thing that i'm part of and i got such a pop out of that so it's, it's basically uh, Brock yeah, Lesnar yeah, yeah, with hank from um god damn it the name don't 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 don't, don't the king of the hill King of the Hill, don't I let my brain work. My brain is, is a little pickled these days. Hank right. from King of the Hill. It's his That's face superimposed, superimposed on Brock Lesnar. And he, he, it's like, basically, he's like, dang it, Bobby, get down here and sign this contract. Dang it, Bobby, get down here and sign this contract so I can whoop your ass. I popped <laughs> so hard when you posted that in the chat. Because now, when I watch that segment again, fucking Brock Lesnar is Hank Hill. Oh, my God. Hank Hill was such a badass before he had a family. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. Carrying tanks of propane up the hills. Minnesota. Propane and propane accessories. (laughs) The original Quagmire, by the way. Without all the whatever. Um, why is this happening at Elimination Chamber? It's not. It's not. I, this is your fuck finish match of the 
tonight. I mean, there there's no reason for this not to be a 25-minute match at WrestleMania. There's no reason for this not to be the best match at WrestleMania. Fact. 100% agree. That's why I think it's not yeah. necessarily going to happen. I think we're going to get some weird shit that it's this match doesn't really, doesn't really ever get going or something because they can't. I don't think they can give this one away here. I, I just think that's just a... I don't know what. And that's, that's another great like two months of television between those two. If nothing happens on Saturday of significance, you can drag two more months of great TV out of this. You know, they've been... They've been kind of, it feels like they've teased a little bit of Lashley turning kind of heelish. MVP has been back in the mix a little bit. They're talking about the Hurt Business coming back. Why not make this some kind of crap where, right, it doesn't even barely get going. MVP and Omos and uh, Benjamin and Alexander come out and beat down Lesnar. And it's Hurt Business. You know, Lesnar's taking out all the people of the Hurt Business up to WrestleMania to get back at Lashley. Something like that, maybe. I like it. I like that idea. Yeah. Because, yeah, you can't give DPP I don't know. should book shows, man. You should book shows, seriously. This is like the second time I've been on here in a month, and you booked <laughs> one hell of a good program. Yeah, and we got we got, got zero of it. I'm charged with inviting the guests, by the way, DJ. <laughs> don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I would love to, like, I think some people listen to this show and think, like, I am the most, I mean, I am the most gigantic asshole. But, like, a lot of times when I'm doing this, I'm, like, literally laughing with these guys as I'm saying these things. So I just hope we can understand that. Um, all right. I You guys are, you know, DP, the problem is with DJ is we just in, invited another piece. EC and DP, which is our only crux of this show, why we have people on with us, is because we generally agree all the time. We do have that problem. I kid, I kid. We're, we're, we're trying to be intelligent wrestling fans here, you know? And the nice thing about it, too, is not get so fucking worked up when you're wrong or you don't get what you get, right? Um, right. Edge and Beth Phoenix against Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. It's interesting because if Rhea wasn't as fucking red hot as anybody could be in the wrestling business right now. This is like a great WrestleMania match too. Right. It's like a edge and Beth last match ever at WrestleMania versus these two. I mean, could this be edge and Beth's last match ever? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think edge is quite ready to hang it up yet. I think you can still wiggle out out of this one because uh, on my show, I called for the grit couple to take the win uh, with Finn Balor taking the pin. And I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to leave it there. I I think maybe it's Beth's. You agree with TJ. Fucking great show today, guys. Great fucking show. This is awesome. Play us out. Play us out. This is very compelling content, my friend. The, uh, so I think it's maybe... DP and PC in the morning. <laughs> okay, that was went a little longer than I thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's possibly Beth's last match. I don't think it's Edge's. Um, I but like you said, PC with, with Ripley being 
red hot. She's going into the title match, probably going to win the title at WrestleMania. I don't see her team at all losing. I I think she has to get the pin and to pin Beth Phoenix uh, to go into WrestleMania. I just, I feel like that's the logical ending to this to me. And Edge. Clean. Maybe. Clean. Got to be clean, I think. Clean. Rhea pins Beth clean. Yes. I think so. I think it has to be for to keep Rhea's I mean, uh, hot streak going. Beth, you want it no other way, to be honest with you. I don't think Beth would want it any other way. Beth's like, why, why am I here? Beth's like, why am I here? Right? <clears throat> She's done. Why am I here? Okay, I'm here because Adam's wrestling, right? And I get to wrestle with Adam, right? Okay, well, now we're wrestling. But now why are we wrestling? And she, she fucking loves Rhea. Like, her giving Dom the glam slam has been amazing. Fine, Dom's the reason, probably. But, like, it needs to be... Rhea needs to beat Beth with the glam slam and use that as her finisher from now on. Because whatever she does is stupid. I don't like the Riptide. For as, for as awesome a talent as she is, she's got the worst finisher of handle, any main event slam. talent on their roster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. If she, yeah, to her to start taking that as, as her finisher would be really cool. That's just it's a badass looking finisher. Definitely a lot better than I can hang my entire WrestleMania season on that fucking prediction if that holds true. <clears throat> it's like fucking Kurt Angle. Everybody gets one. What do you mean one? Every year. <laughs> All right. The moment we've all been waiting for, Sami Zayn finally gets his shot at Roman Reigns and those two title belts. I put it in the DM. Sami is as likely to win this match as Drew McIntyre was across the pond. And all this trip, 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 trip about they're listening to your reaction to Sami Zayn. No, the only reaction they're listening to is you booing the fuck out of Roman Reigns when he walks away and beats Sami Zayn. Because probably Jey Uso was like, you know what, Sammy, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Yeah, I think this is. Yeah, I agree. I think this is this is the Jey Uso. I'm sorry, I love you, super kick, coming. You know, because then <laughs> he's gonna you, cost. You want to make and if you want to translate those booing Roman and cheering Sammys into cheering Cody, Cody can come out and save Sammy from getting his fucking face torn off at the end of the pay per view, right? He could. He could, and I. I you know, I just feel like if you want to put more sympathy on Zayn to, towards Jay, you have Jay do the deed at the end of this and beat the crap out of him and leave leave Sammy laying with Jay Uso standing over him because. Okay. So then the real business is between Jay and Sammy, not Sammy and Roman. Right. That's Roman. the real story, yep. and that's what I was getting ready to say. Fucking be like, Dan, you should really book fucking shows. <laughs> <laughs> Because then you could save um, it for you could save it for a SmackDown for when he's getting beat down and Kevin Owens comes out to save the day. But I think you let him. I think you let him finish this at the pay per view with with Jey Uso getting the booze rather than Sami Zayn getting saved. Honestly, but all right, yeah, I I gotta say I'm looking at this from two different angles as a just removing myself from a situation and being a fan after the promo on Monday night between Sammy and Cody, I want Sammy to win with all my heart. I really do. But the, 
unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of hearts broken on Saturday night. Uh, people have gotten too comfortable with the tribal chief. They've gotten a little too friendly with the tribal chief. We need to be reminded that the tribal chief is the villain here. And it's, yeah, Sami Zayn gets put down on Saturday night and put down in a big way. Um, but it, it leads to a bigger story for him at WrestleMania. I think that uh, I think that promo on Raw was phenomenally done because I think it it took the heat off of uh, there wasn't any but it takes the heat off of Zayn not winning and Cody being the contender <clears throat> at WrestleMania because I think there obviously the worry was he's going to get booed because it's not Sami Zayn who has been red hot and so like right. that felt like that eased that tension of yeah you know. I would love to wrestle you. Let's make it happen. All right, cool. Well, one of us has to take him down. So if it's not going to be you, it'll be me. So I really liked it. I think and that I tied did. into Paul Heyman's a promo on Thursday, on Friday, the year, the week before, about how the island of relevancy is under a two-pronged attack. You know, one side you've got Cody Rhodes hitting, and the other side you got Sami Zayn hitting. I, this has been such good storytelling, man. Here's the question, then. Last question of the day. This has been a really fun show. I can't wait for this show tomorrow night after Ant-Man. It's going to be just a fucking fantastic Saturday. Um, I, I think I was wrong before when I when I said that, you know, then Cody can come out and, and, and save Sammy. Cody doesn't even need to be in Montreal. Doesn't need to be there. Doesn't nah. need to be on TV. Doesn't need to be there, right? Right. Nope. I, I mean, don't think so. Think about the, I mean, like I said, with the, you know, with having it be more of the bloodline or Jey Uso getting the booze instead of someone coming to save the day at the pay-per-view. I think having Sami Zayn get beat down in his hometown is going to get way more booze than having someone save him. And let, I mean, Kevin Owens may be coming in, but that's it. Even if you just do, like, at some point in the show, like, oh, hey, folks, we got live via satellite Cody Rose from his training center and blah, blah, blah. Like, you're risking five minutes of total booze right over the top of Cody Rhodes. Like, he doesn't even need to be shown to the audience at all, the live audience for sure. You can see vignette on TV. They could talk about it in the announce booth that, that people. But the people in the arena do not need to see Cody in any fucking fashion whatsoever i am both dj cody rhodes and roman reigns do not go face to face for two more weeks after this weekend let it cook let whatever happens saturday night cook let it simmer make what people they, want cody rhodes what if they don't come face to face until the smackdown before wrestlemania totally okay with that too let it cook That's let it simmer huge. You can do like back and forth vignettes. You can do live via satellite together. Yep. You can even do top of the ramp and in the ring. Yeah. If you want towards the end, but you don't until that fucking last fucking SmackDown. They finally stand in the ring, one and one, yep. Heyman on the outside because the shirt foreshadowed it. It looks like by the time we hit Mania, it's just Roman and Heyman. Yeah. Yeah, I think nose-to-nose, eye-to-eye does not happen until we're either the eve of WrestleMania or within a couple weeks thereof. I like that. I definitely think they could pull it off. I mean, technically, if you're still believing in the brand split, I mean, Cody's a Raw guy, Reigns SmackDown. 
even though he's got both titles, he rarely ever shows up on the other show. Right. You could totally do something like that. It's, it's a, I think it'd be a great idea. I, you could definitely let, yeah. And I think at least a couple weeks, cause you can let that cook, like you said, and you still got, you know, you still got the aftermath of Zane with the bloodline. If they're going to do the tag title match that you can do for a week or two and still have their stuff going with Cody and Reigns talking back and forth on the other, on the opposite shows. I love it. Yeah, it can work. Last thoughts on this pay-per-view and everything right now. It's the road to WrestleMania, gentlemen. We're we're almost there. This is so much fun. I, I, I just love doing these shows, as many as I can. I, I will do a show every week until WrestleMania. I literally, you guys know that. You're like, like 28 shows a week. So, you know. We had snow when I took a break this week. <laughs> Last thoughts. What do you what do you, what do you what do you really want out of the pay per view, Dan? I just uh, I want them to continue what they're doing. I mean, like I said, we've you know you guys are saying we have we've been having great stories. You know, the whole bloodline thing has been phenomenal. So I'm loving that story to keep continuing and, and go down its path with Roman Reigns and Cody going into Mania, and then we got Zayn and, and KO versus the Usos. I mean, it's just that that stuff has been so great to watch. I can't wait to watch that continue. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it coming back and, and the U.S. title and in theory. Just all of it. <laughs> Seriously, it's all been good. And after this pay-per-view, we, we're going to have our kind of getting that card finalized a bit and just getting ready for WrestleMania. I got goosebumps already thinking about it. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think we've got some really good stuff moving forward. Uh, WrestleMania season's awesome from, you know, the Royal Rumble straight on through. It's just just incredible stuff. And not just the main event stuff, not just the bloodline stuff. We've got the stuff with Judgment Day. We've got impending Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. There's so many things on the undercard that I think Triple H has made important again um, that maybe Vince didn't focus on as much and i'm looking forward to that and you know after last year's wrestlemania which i'll stand and die on the hill that last year's wrestlemania was one of the most entertaining that i've watched in the 10 years that i've been back and i'm excited for this being triple h's nudge nudge wink wink triple h's first wrestlemania that he is creatively in charge of i'm very excited to see what he does with it you're excited. The uh, I totally forgot about the about Ray and Dom, sadly, uh, because that's been a long storyline going too. Do you think that's yeah, going to be a retirement match? That's been a match? year or more in the making. Do you think that's, that's a Ray mania. retirement? Oh yeah, that that's a mania match. Uh, yeah, I said I said before, loser leaves WWE. Yeah. Okay. Now, does Ray hand the mask over? No, they're they're no. This is this is like the 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 heel. Dom continues like Ray can come back when Dom wins a championship or something and they can be buddy buddy again but I think the loser never wrestles in WWE again so Ray is his official retirement from WWE but he's still got tons of matches left in him Triple uh, A wherever the fuck else he wants to do one offs with whoever's retiring and stuff that makes sense to me okay yeah I would, I I would agree with that I, I think it's yeah maybe not Ray's got six more years left in him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, the I, guy's still going like he's 36 instead of 40, what, 48, 46? He, well, he, look, yeah, he looks good, but, I mean, he gets in the ring, what, every other week, maybe? 
Hey, hey, at our age, pal, you can't go. You can't go 300 days a year. A lot of people think Corey Graves, you know, had the best thing possible happen to him. He's going to have a much longer career and probably make a lot more money. So than most people would on that on that end of the game. But for now, enjoy Elimination Chamber, DJ. It's always great to have you. Tell everybody once again where they can find you and all about yeah ProWrestlingTees.com. Go get your Mindless Wrestling Podcast T-shirts. That's right. You've listened to us in your ears. Now wear us on your body. Go to the ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Look for all the T-shirts and gear from your favorite podcast on the Chair Shot Radio Network. You can find me at The Mindless Pod on Twitter. Again, on YouTube, The Mindless Wrestling Podcast. And you can find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at It's Me, DPP, and follow this show on Twitter at Podcast DWI and on Facebook at DWI Podcast. There you go. PC Tunny, follow me at PC Tunny, or don't. Whatever you got to fucking do. I don't care. I'll be watching Elimination Chamber. The rest of you can go to hell. DJ, thanks for being on. DP, I'll see your ass tomorrow. DWI, baby! Always use your head. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.